Hello again! Welcome back. I am so excited about today's episode. I just met you and this is totally crazy, but I have a really arguably tough topic for you today. So I really hope you are ready to dive into this with me. I want to talk to you today about nighttime routines for moms. I know, I know, I feel like it's one of those trigger buttons for a lot of us, especially those of us that are at home with our kids all day long and we are literally (laughs) counting down the minutes till bedtime, right? We love those kids with all of our heart, obviously, but we are super excited always for bedtime. Once they get into bed, the evening is ours, right? Obviously, it depends what stage of life you're in. I just got out of the phase with a newborn, so I totally understand that sometimes you have that newborn with you 24-7, 365 anyways, right? But once our kids have that beautiful little evening routine where they eat their supper, (laughs) we tuck them in, we kiss their sweet little faces, and then we get to go have our night. And usually, for the most part, they stay in bed, right? Hopefully. I hope you're at that stage where your kids stay in bed for the most part. So once you are feeling free, you're like, yes, what do I do with my evening? How do I have some me time, have some adult time, have some time with my spouse? How do I enjoy this time now that I have? It can be really dangerous and a slippery slope though, right? You probably know this as well as I do that sometimes we end up engaging in it's called that revenge bedtime procrastination phenomenon. I'm sure if you've heard of it, where then you end up accidentally or purposefully staying up way later than you should because you finally have the time to do those tasks you've been wanting to do all day long. But that doesn't really help set us up for success the next day, does it? So what I want to do today is make you think deeply about What does your nighttime routine look like? How can that change? And what are some ideas for making a better nighttime routine in an easy way that you're going to feel excited about? So I hope you're ready. I hope you are ready for some hard truths and some tough love. So let's get going. Hey friend, welcome back to the Master Organized Motherhood Show. I'm Amy, a mom of four and an organization coach for busy moms just like you. Do you wonder if there's a better way to get your home and family organized? Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed by your to-do list and your daily mom tasks? Then you are in the right place. I am here to teach you how to organize your personal life, family life, and homes using systems, practical tips, and mindset methods that are going to work together to help you become the organized mama you know that you are meant to be. So if you are ready to systematically tackle mom life with me, then I invite you to find your cold coffee, grab a load of laundry, or something else you can multitask with, and get ready, because we are going to master organized motherhood together. Let's do this. So before we get started, one thing I just really wanted to point out was that this is a step one of my framework. This is a step one task to get your mom life organized. This has to do with us as a mom, and this is going to be a really important step that we take in order to become more organized ourselves so that we can start to feel good and 
feel like we are working towards a goal, feel like we are working on our habits, doing all the things that should be important to us that are going to help us to become a more organized mom overall. So this is just a reminder that this is a step one task to organize your mom life. And I just really hope that you will prioritize this and see that it is important and a good thing to do and that you will feel excited about working on this. Like I briefly mentioned before, there's that concept of revenge bedtime procrastination where you literally procrastinate about bedtime because you are taking revenge on your last time from the day. I have done this before. I think we are all guilty of this. I want to ask you, what what do you spend your evenings doing? Um, Do you put your kids into bed as quickly as you can and then come back in the kitchen, walk around the mess, and then plop down on the couch for a second thinking, oh, I just really need to sit for a second. I'm super tired. Let's just scroll for a minute. Take a break. Take a breather. Bedtime was hard today. Let's just scroll for a minute. We'll come back to the mess. And then before you know what it's been, half an hour, you're still scrolling. You got lost in the scroll and your kitchen is still a disaster. And then before you know it, by the time you get everything done and get ready for the next day, it's 11 o'clock and you didn't mean to stay up that late. You are totally not alone in having this happen though. I want you to know I'm just as much as at fault of this as you are. If you're nodding your head, yes, that you do this. But what I found was I kind of had like a bit of a life 360 thing a couple years ago. I think I mentioned it in one of my earlier episodes, but this kind of change of routine I put myself through in order to come out of that was that I had to have a healthy breakfast prepped for the next day and I had to plan for the next day. I found that when I was doing those things, surprise, surprise, I had a better night and a better morning the next day. So I found that having a good nighttime routine actually was really helping me to reach my goals faster. So with that being said, let's dive into the five, I mean six. I have a little bonus tip for you today or step, sorry. What are the six steps that we can take to get a productive, good, happy mom nighttime routine. How do we do this? We have six steps. Step number one, you are going to decide that you care. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. You are going to decide that you care about having a productive, healthy evening routine that doesn't involve just scrolling social media or watching TV all night long. Step number two is you are going to determine expectations with your kids. Number three, you are going to decide what is important to you and what is important as what is specific to you as a person. Number four is you are going to look at your help. What does your bedtime help look like? Because this is going to influence what kind of routine we can have. Then you are going to use, for step number five, you're going to use the answers from all those questions above to come up with a reasonable expectation and plan that then you can turn into your perfect mom nighttime routine in step number six. Let's take a look at each of those steps more deeply now, okay? I had said the step number one is you are going to decide that you care about having a productive, healthy evening routine. I want to give you some reminders for why having a good nighttime routine should be important to you. Routines are not just for kids, our brains love routines. If you don't have a specific plan for your evening, you will waste that time. It is just inevitable. 
not having a nighttime routine can quickly turn into having really light late nights and very tired mornings because you inevitably lose track of time enjoying your leisure. Super fair, not your fault, but that's what's going to happen if you don't have a routine. And if you don't use your pockets of time wisely in the evening when they are available to you, you are going to be that much more behind the next day if you face interruptions or different things with your kids, which we know is also, again, inevitable when you have little kids. So these are some of the reasons why you should care about having a good nighttime routine. But if you don't inherently care, then obviously it's not going to work, right? We need to be dedicated to this and we need to be excited about it. So if you fit the bill and if you are thinking, yeah, I really should have a better nighttime routine, let's do this, then you can move on to step number two with me, okay? Step number two was that you are going to determine expectations with your kids. Take notes on this. Don't forget to grab a notebook and pen. Take some notes. What does determining your expectations with your kids look like? You're going to ask yourself a couple questions. Some of these questions are, how old are your kids? Does anyone go to school or go to childcare on a regular basis? What time do your kids usually fall asleep by each night? When does the bedtime process start and how long does it take? And lastly, do any of your older children have specific needs from you like homework, etc. once the littler siblings are in bed? These are going to help you determine according to your kids and the expectations with their nighttime routine, ultimately when and you when and how and why yours can begin. And then step number 3 more questions to ask yourself. So remember, the first couple steps are questions that you ask yourself in order to then create the routine at the end. Number three, what is important or specific to you? What are your goals, mom? I'm asking you. This is about you. It's really hard to put ourselves first. The hardest thing as a mom. At first, we were thinking about our kids in question number two. And now in question number three, we're thinking about us. What habits do you want to work on? For me, like I said in the story I told earlier, I was working on the habit of eating healthier. So I was prepping, building the habit of prepping healthy breakfasts for myself the night before. What habits do you want to work on? How long is your personal getting ready for bed routine? Do you shower at night? How much like time do you spend doing facial care and all those things? How long is your routine that it takes you to physically get your body into bed? What time of night do you want to be sleeping by? What do you enjoy doing in the evenings? For me, I obviously love to do my podcast and um, everything else that comes along with it. I, that lights me up. That makes me excited. And I want to have a couple minutes to work on that every evening in complete focus. What do you enjoy doing in the evenings? Do you feel your best when you finish up tasks that are lingering from your to-do list during the day? Like if you didn't finish cleaning a bathroom, are you going to sleep better getting that done in your nighttime routine? I hope not. I hope you can leave it be for the next day. That's a topic for another day. Or are you comfortable having that carryover to the next day with your leftover tasks? Also, when does your spouse go to sleep? If this is applicable to you, do you want to be in bed at the same time as them? Is that important to you as a couple? 
When do you like to or need to wake up in the morning? How much sleep do you need? So when can you realistically go to bed in order to get enough sleep according to when you want to or need to wake up? And lastly, do you need to leave the house every day? What's your typical daily schedules? Because this is also once again going to dictate how prepared you need to be for the next day. Do you make the lunches for your kids in the morning or do you make them at night after they go to bed or do you make them together as a family before they go to sleep? There's just so many factors, right? So that was question number three of what is important or specific to you as mom. Question number four that I wanted you to ask yourself in order to create this nighttime routine is who helps you with bedtime? Who helps you with nightly cleanup chores? Are there any older kids that are capable of helping put siblings to bed or doing their chores while you're putting the littler siblings to bed so that you have more of your tasks done once your bedtime routine officially starts, or sorry, your nighttime routine officially starts? Okay, we got through the hardest part. We got through the first four steps, which involved a lot of question asking, a lot of reflecting, a lot of deep diving into thinking What are all the factors that influence what my perfect nighttime routine is going to look like? Now that we have the answers to that, we can come up with a reasonable expectation and a plan for the next questions. I know, I'm sorry, there are so many questions, so many things to remember. Make sure you check out the blog post that is linked because it breaks it all down again for you. Step number five was you can then use your answers to come up with a plan for How much time do you need to keep available in this block, in this big chunk? We're cutting it up into blocks. We're taking our big picture, cutting it up into how much time do you need to clean up the kitchen? How much time do you need to like reset your home? How much time do you need for leisure, relaxing, etc.? And how long do you need to physically get your body ready for bed? So I hope you can kind of picture that we have this big chunk of time and then we are trying to figure out how to cut it up into pieces in order to create the big picture of our mom nighttime routine. Then once we have those ideas in place, we can create the routine. This is the highly individualized part that unfortunately I can't really just do it or suggest a generic plan for you because everybody is so different or your nighttime routine might look different from night to night too. So I can't really tell you exactly what to do, but I can give you a couple ideas of different things you might want to incorporate into your nighttime routine. Some things I suggest doing are create your plans for the next day. Make sure that your dishes are washed and your kitchen is reset and ready for the morning. Make sure that you have done a quick tidy up so that you can just know where things are again for the next day. Another tip I have for you is to use some of that time to prep some breakfast for yourself for the next day. This is especially important if you have health goals or you have to eat by a specific time to leave the house. Or most importantly, if you're someone like me that quite often we get so busy getting stuff for our kids in the morning... It'll then be nine o'clock and I've forgotten to eat. That's why prepping breakfasts for myself to eat was super important to me. Okay, wow, you did it. That sums up the six steps that you can take to create the perfect personalized 
mom nighttime routine for yourself. I hope that you will do these things and implement the steps that we talked about today so that you can create your own nighttime routine and start to set yourself up for a better day the next day. Being organized, I really think being organized really comes down to our habits and our routines ultimately. So I would challenge you and encourage you to take this time to set up a mom nighttime routine for yourself and just really work at it and see how it makes you feel at the end. I want to quickly recap the steps for you so that you can just hear it again and remember. So let's do that here. Number one, you have to decide that you care about having a productive and healthy evening routine. You are going to make the dedication to yourself to make this a priority. This is more important than watching TV. More important. (laughs) I know that's maybe not what you want to hear, but it is. So you have to decide that you care about doing this. Number two is you are going to determine expectations with your kids based off of what their needs are at bedtime because this is going to determine how much time you have left over after they are taken care of. Number three, you are going to decide what is important and specific to you as a mom. The night time is where we really want to do some stuff for ourselves finally throughout the day. And in order to make sure we don't do that revenge bedtime procrastination, we are going to make a plan. We are going to make a specific plan according to what is important to us at that time in order to feel really good about this nighttime routine that we are creating. Number four, you are going to take a look and think of what your help at bedtime looks like because once again, this is going to determine how long bedtime takes. And then you're going to use the answers from everything above to come up with a reasonable expectation and plan in order to create those chunks we talked about. You want to figure out, number one, what's the big chunk of time you have from start to finish of when night time starts for you and when bedtime is. What's the big chunk? Then, how are you going to break that chunk into some habit-forming time, some working towards specific goal time, some leisure time you have to plan for leisure. You really do, otherwise you are not going to stick to it. How much time do you need to physically get your body into bed? So there's kind of like four different categories that we're breaking it up to. How much time do you need for cleaning up your home and getting it ready for the next day? And how much time do you need getting prepared for the next day with like planning or prepping things, etc. And then once you break that up, you can have an idea of how to really then nail down what your official mom nighttime routine is going to be. Okay. So I really hope that that has been helpful for you. Uh, I do plan on making another episode in the future with some more actual ideas of things to include in a nighttime routine, kind of on a more specific level. For now, I just wanted to give the grand overview of how we create the routine itself and how we get started with this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I really encourage you to set yourself up for a good morning by preparing the night before. Plan your leisure time in so that you are enjoying yourself, but also be really intentional about everything else you do 
with your time in the evening so that you are really set up for success the next day. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this episode with a friend if you think someone would benefit from it. And I cannot wait to see you next week. Hey again, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If this episode gave you some encouragement or some ideas for reducing the overwhelm that you've been feeling when it comes to getting organized, then I would love it if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I would appreciate it so much. And better yet, if you have a friend that could also benefit from this, I would love if you could share it with her. Lastly, I don't want you to forget that you are the glue that is helping hold your family together. And it is okay to prioritize yourself as well because it's very important and very worthwhile. I'd like to invite you to meet me back here again next week. Don't forget your coffee and get ready to be encouraged and uplifted again. That organization is possible and is fun. 